<laughs> Welcome in. It is the uh, the podcast. Welcome in, Mike. Welcome in, Jerry. And we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, story number one. Hey, the Bengals lost in uh, Washington, uh, but they lost something bigger than that. Uh, Joe Burrow went out in the, I think it was third quarter, and uh, he's he tore his ACL, he tore his MCL, did structural damage to his knee. And so he... This he he bangled. They bangled Joe Burrow. That's that's the end of the story. Is they bangled Joe Burrow? Uh, Mike, your thoughts, your initial thoughts on watching the injury of Joe Burrow? Oh my gosh! When I'm watching this right away, I'm thinking the Carson Palmer thing, and I'm thinking like it's going to be because it's late in the season and with COVID. You know, I just thought that you know, they, and like, like they could rush in and do surgery right away because obviously you know you've got to get tested for COVID and all this stuff. So I'm thinking like he's going to be out. I was all of next season and we're sitting here once again, thinking about like, we're just on this run. We're just, we're just Mike Brown. You know, you said bangled. I called Mike Brown. I mean, like everybody's seen this coming, you know, the hopes was that it wasn't going to be a knee. Hopefully he'd take a hit to the face and he'd have a concussion and be out two or three weeks. But you know, the worst case scenario happened, it's a knee um, and he's going to be out. You know, Jerry says nine months, you know, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, that he's probably going to beat miss most of 2021. So, yeah, that's the thing that I hung up on. And that's the thing that I, that was the thing that I settled on was the inevitability of it. We watched, we watched him just get pulverized. And we said that the line's not very good. And we said that the coaching is not very good. And we said all of these things. And it was the inevitability of us watching it happen that, is the most depressing part. You look at him, you think like Kajana Carter. You, know, you think about all these guys that came to town, high draft picks that the Bengals just were, just went through. And uh, Joe Burrow, I mean, Joe Burrow will come back a percentage less than he was Sunday because of this. Like, he will be a lesser quarterback. Bad? No. But a lesser quarterback because every time that happens, you become a lesser quarterback. Jerry, your initial thoughts on uh, Joe Burrow, and this is going to be awesome because Jerry's going to try to put a positive spin on this. This is going to be great. Well, let's start by saying this. I mean, yeah. we talked about it for weeks and weeks. Joe Burrow is going to get hurt. That line's going to get him killed, and it was so obvious that this was going to happen that I, I didn't think it was going to happen. Everybody talked about it so much. And he's going to get hurt. They're going to get him killed. It's going to happen. I mean, I, I thought maybe that's that's the reason maybe why, why it won't happen. But here we are. Um, and, and some things that I've heard people say is, man, they got to get an offensive line. Man, the Bengals got to spend draft picks on offensive linemen. Let's think about that. Can we break that down for just a second? Because what did the Bengals draft? In the first round, the year before they drafted Joe Burrow, it was an offensive lineman. Yeah, he got hurt, but it was an offensive lineman. Okay, the year prior to that draft, what did they draft in the first round? It was an offensive lineman. So people will say they need to draft offensive linemen. They need to spend their top pick on a lineman. They've been doing that. They've well, been yeah. doing that. Now, they've been unfortunate, and the Billy Price – He's just now starting to play a little bit for the Bengals. It's been unfortunate with Jonah Williams. You don't know what you got out of him just yet. He's been playing. Um, but where's the problem lie? I think the problem lies in really knowing what player you're drafting. They spent picks on offensive linemen, 
but did they really spend the time and research on really knowing who you're drafting? I mean, how, how advanced is their advanced scouting? What's the deal with their scouting department? Maybe we're getting in the weeds here, but they've, they've spent the picks on linemen. So when people say, man, they won't draft anybody of high caliber with a top pick via offensive lineman, they've, they've done it. They've, it's been unfortunate. And maybe they're just drafting the wrong guy, but they've been spending some picks on offensive linemen, fellas. So, so the question so, becomes, so, okay. They, so they've been drafting offensive linemen and they've been, they've been piss poor at their selection. Then you have to look at the person doing the drafting and you have to look at the organization and you have to look at the, 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 the heads that are in the room when the decisions are made. And you can only come to one conclusion at the end of the day. And that is, it's a bad organization. It's not, even, it's not new. I mean, it's not a new conclusion, but it is a, a bad organization that makes bad decisions that gambles on people. They, 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 they had Joe Burrow right and screwed it up. Well, and one thing I forgot to mention, and also, and I agree with you 100%. I, I, I agree with you. Mike Brown's the issue. We know that. I mean, that's so obvious, it's ridiculous. Well, that's not even However, a take. Like, that's not even a, you know, that's not yeah, even I mean, a wrong take. Thing. Everybody knows that. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. But they also spent a lot of money in free agency this year. They were the second highest team that they spent the second highest dollar amount in free agency, and they got some <laughs> offensive linemen. So they, they've been trying to make the right steps. But I don't know if they're getting the right guys, man. I mean, you got to point the finger Jerry, somewhere. They spent, Jerry, they spent, Look, we they talk spent about money on defense. You had the number one pick in the draft, and you spend money yeah. on defense. Yeah. You, you're going into – here's my problem. Draft offense line and draft offense line. I don't care about that. You're going in with the number one pick. They knew. They knew in January they were drafting Joe Burrow. So they went to battle. They go, they go to war. They surround him with Bobby Hart, Michael Jordan at left guard, Michael and Bobby Hart at right tackle, and hoping to God that Billy Price wins the right guard job. And then, and then you're counting on Jonah Williams, who, hell, he's been playing pretty well, but you're playing a, left, a rookie left tackle. My problem is, is you spent money stupid. You went out and you spent money on guys that were protecting the other side of the ball. What's your number one asset? What's your number one asset is your quarterback, the number one pick. So instead of spending $40 million on DJ Reader at defensive tackle, why not spend the $40 million on an offensive lineman? Guard, tackle, two of them. I don't care. Bring in some competition. Instead, what happened was you go to war with Bobby Hart, and then Zaya Faola, whatever guy, that, that guy, right guard, who's played one game. And Hudson at center, and whoever at left guard, and then Michael Jordan at left guard, and Jonah Williams, a rookie at left tackle. So you choose to go with those five. By week four, you're all those guys are hurt, and you're going to battle to war with five guys that barely make other teams in the NFL. That's my problem. That's my problem. The the sequence with which they're building the team to your point, is they're going to draft a hotshot quarterback, put nothing around him, and then put the other batch of money into defense. Into defense. And I, I agree with you. To your point, I, I agree with you that it's not that they're not spending the money. They, they decided Burrow's our guy. We're going to try to spend some money, and they're just stupid about their money. 
The money yeah, they are I mean, going to spend. They have a $20 bill and they go out and buy ice cream with it rather than a week's worth of food. Like, <laughs> it's, you know. It, it, well, it, here's it, the deal. I mean, you compare that to an organization like the Steelers and the way they spend money and the way they get draft picks and the way they get guys in free agency. I don't know, man. It's it's bad news all the way around, and it's tough to be a Bengals fan today. Today, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it was it was less tough when we had Joe Burrow healthy. I could actually have it was yeah. To watch. It was less tough when we were you looking know? at a two year rebuild. It yeah. was less tough when we thought yeah. we were going to win ten games inside the next two years, and now we don't even know if we've got him next year. I mean, you want me to watch Ryan Finley on so- Sunday afternoon? Um, I have thought this for a long time, and I'm going to go way off into the weeds on this. In this in this NFL, what happens is, and we and we just made the change, so I don't suspect it's going to happen anytime soon. But what is the next city in the NFL that will say to the NFL, "Hey, we're a city without a football team. We're a city without an NFL uh, team, like a St. Louis, a San Diego." any one of these cities that could put up a stadium whose whose, uh, citizenry will put up a stadium, well, taxpayers will put up a stadium because that stadium, the the Paul Brown, that stadium's not getting any younger, and they're going to come out of that lease here in about five to ten years. I would would not put it past, number one, the Brown family to, to, to look to leave town to leverage that for a new stadium. And number two, I would look to the, this city as I, – I could see this city telling them to hit the bricks. I could see this city saying, go, get out. Especially right now. Well, no, I'm just saying in general. How many times? You, you're Lucy with the football, man. They pull the football out, and you miss the kick. They are um, – they're playing with fire. I mean, because – the city could very well easily say, you know what, as long as the Brown family is the owners of this team, feel free to take this franchise and then make an agreement with the NFL that within the next five years, you know, Cincinnati were to get a team. I mean, same thing that they kind of have the unwritten thing with Oakland. You know, Oakland was told, take your stadium right. away, and they went away, and then they came back to Oakland, and now they're gone in Vegas. So this, this fan base, it's not the biggest fan base no. there is. It, it, it's not the most loyal. It's not the best football city there is. But Cincinnati is a smaller city by population today than it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years hey. ago. And you've got a fan base that hasn't won a damn thing in 30 years. Nothing. And I could see the fan base looking at them going, then go. Hey, I got a fact for you, though. Then you talk go. about popularity or, or fan base, but – do you know that 2005, from 2005 to 2007, this was kind of – I didn't believe this, and I had to Google it, and I don't know if I was right or wrong, but I found a stat that the Bengals had the number one selling jersey. And that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a bad fan base. I'm just saying it's not the no, biggest. It's not, it's, it's not the Steelers. Yeah. It's not the Cowboys. Yeah. It is a medium-sized fan yeah. base, but it is an apathetic fan yeah. base that would look at the team and go, don't let the door hit you in the ass. 100%. We have the distinction of being like the first professional team to leverage this city buys us a stadium thing in the worst deal that was made for Hamilton County yeah. ever. So the, the question is, is when you, when you look at the, the injury, what do they do in the offseason? Like, what do you do? Like, 
Do you spend money now on offensive linemen? Do you draft an offensive lineman now? Because who's going to be playing quarterback next year for the Cincinnati Bengals? Is it going to be Ryan Friendly? Is it going to? Are they going to go out and get like a like a retread starter to hold over until Burrow's back? Like, do they go get an Andy Dalton type, like a guy who's a towards the end of his career, and who maybe they can squeeze eight to ten games out of? I mean, there's no chance that Zach Taylor makes it out of this. No, I, I think so, you're. I think you're right. But I also think that before, no matter who you put back there at quarterback, you've got to focus on your offensive line, or you're not going to have a chance of winning anything. No. So I think you you trade that you take you trade that number three or number four pick, and you you get multiple draft picks, and you build your offensive. Well, if you line. get the number three pick, you got to draft the you got to draft though. You can't trade the number one pick because you got to draft the kid from Oregon. They said he's like the, you know, he's like the can't miss prospect since Anthony Munoz. They said he's like the he chose to sit out this year because but he's a lineman. He's a right? left tackle. Yeah. You know? That's fine. I'm okay with yeah. that. But I agree with you that if they somehow slip the, you know, if the Jets find a way to stumble, because don't the, the Bengals play the Jets, right? Do they do they not play the Jets? Uh, are they the, they play the Patriots? No, they have the they have the they had the Dolphins. They have the Dolphins and Patriots. They'll have the yeah, Okay, so then you know if the Jets find a way to win two games and and the Bengals get a top two pick, then you could possibly move down like if the Bengals find a way to get the number one or number two and think that there's a quarterback team out there I mean there's gonna be some teams that need quarterbacks I mean the fair if you if you get the number one pick you gotta take Trevor Lawrence do Barry. you really even though you got Joe Burrow I don't think so doesn't matter that's tough I think so I mean that's that I mean I could I, I don't think so I mean it's not that it's not that Joe Burrow is not gonna come yeah. back and it's not that Joe Burrow is not any good he will be a percentage less Burr- but to count you're it out, that's silly. You're going to be that team that passed. What on about the Lawrence? ESPN article that came out today, though? They listed the top fifth or the top twenty franchise quarterbacks. Do you know who number one was? Patrick Mahomes. Guess who number two was? Joe Burrow. No, Lawrence. I don't know. I don't, you can, Tony, I, look, yeah. I'm not knocking Trevor yeah. Lawrence, and you might end up being yeah. that team. But I can't imagine you living in a world where you have Joe Burrow and then Trevor Lawrence and trying to make well, that decision. Spot to be but you got you to think about this. Are you going to draft the best player available or are you going to draft based on need? But what, what could they get for the number one pick? If they, ha- if they get the number one pick, let's say Big F, and there's going to be teams that would be willing to do what the Raiders did when they trade – you know, or the Saints did when they traded all those picks away for Ricky Williams. I mean, could you literally say, "You're, you know, here's the number one pick. We want four number ones and four number twos for the great shot. You know, take take the shot at the best prospect since Peyton Manning." I mean, that's what they're saying. I mean, it depends what you can get. Yeah. If you can get multiple first round picks, I mean, shit, that's a no brainer. You trade it. I don't think and I don't even I don't want to knock Trevor Lawrence, but we can't we can't sit around and pine for the next good looking thing. Yeah. Like we can't we can't sit around and be like Joe Burrow is the is a is a is a is a game uh, you know a game ender, and then the next year go but Trevor Lawrence is a game ender. Like you're it's right. just like but, it's just history repeating itself. You're, 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 oh, yeah. Your most valuable asset just lost some of its value. It just lost some of its shine. So. What kind of position would they be in if they go if they have the number one pick and they choose to draft Trevor Lawrence and say make a bidding 
or for Joe Burrow services or like Jerry said, I mean, I don't, I, I'm one of those guys that believe that you want to accumulate assets. If you get the number one pick, what's how, what's the best way to rebuild all this is you trade that pick for as many assets as possible. Or if you don't get what you want in the end, you draft him and you make teams bid for Burrow. I mean, it's tough. It's tough position to be in. What did Miami do? Miami traded a bunch of assets away to accumulate more assets. And what's Miami doing now? They're in the playoff hunt. You know what I mean? Well, but they're in the playoff hunt because Tom Brady's no longer in the division. I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, yeah. I, your larger point is correct. Tua is yeah. great, and Tua is going to put them in the conversation. He's but okay. The Dolphins are doing something because the Patriots aren't yeah, there. Yeah, I could see that. I just, I, I don't, I don't. If you're Joe, Tua's no Burrow, Joe Burrow, buddy. He's no Joe Burrow. <laughs> He's still Tua's playing. No Joe Burrow. Well, guess what? Guess what? Tua's going to be. He's going to play at least guess, two or more games. Tua's going to be doing in January, possibly playing in the playoffs. Guess what? Joe Burrow's going to be doing, laying up in bed. Yeah, smoking Joe, smoking Joe. Smoking Joe. It sucks. To, it sucks. To, I mean, it happened this way. I mean, it just. When it happened, I asked Kelly. I was like, here we go. We're out two years. You know, we're just – she's like, what do you mean? Yeah, this is – we talk about the master plan. And what was it, a year plan? Was it a two-year plan? Was it a three-year plan? We can throw all of those out the window it's now. I mean, he might not be the same. I mean, that's his plan. That was his back leg, right? I mean, it was his – right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's his plant leg, which is – you know, the good thing about the, – the one thing that when the Carson Palmer injury happened, they talked about it being his front leg, you know, his left leg, his front leg. And and that's why they thought that he could get back quicker. You know, that's why he was able to get back, you know, a little bit smoother because he wasn't super athletic. He wasn't most agile, but it wasn't his plant leg either because he's a, got a big arm. You know, that back leg, Jerry would know, it's a quarterback. That back leg's important. Well, with with the burrow injury, it is his back leg. So this is this is going to sound this is going to sound interesting um, to to some to few. Many, the <laughs> Here's the deal. So. In a sense, in a sense, and this is going to sound weird, I mean, Joe Burrow got out of there with a pretty, pretty significantly bad injury, pretty, pretty horrific injury. However, so he, he what, tore his ACL, tore his MCL, and has got some structural damage. I mean, at least the guy didn't get paralyzed because he was on track for that. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, okay. I mean, at least he gets to, at least he gets to, like, I mean, live. at least he didn't get hit by a bus on his way out of the stadium. I mean, it's, 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 no, it's no, what know, I'm like, is, any like, number of things going to happen. If you watch that injury, if you watch that injury, I mean, they just couldn't hold their ground as offensive yeah. linemen, and, and they got kind of hit into Joe Burrow. What I'm saying is, at least somebody didn't get unblocked running at Joe Burrow full speed, and the guy never walks yeah. again. Because that could have happened, yeah. too. Could have. what I'm trying to say. Let me let me flip let me flip this around. Obviously, Joe Burrow is under contract, but we're we're in this place, this weird place where the Bengals could be sitting with two of the best young quarter. If if they go Trevor Lawrence, they could be sitting with two of the best young quarterbacks in the game potentially. If you're Joe Burrow, do you want to be back with the Bengals organization because they just screwed you? They just brought your value yeah, down. I don't. It's they just took you from a hundred percent to eighty percent. Joe Burrow said he'll be back next year. That's before he knew that he would have structural damage. Nine months, buddy. Nine Listen, months. If he, if he, I mean, it's not like it's – we don't – and by the way, we talk about this like – I mean, guys have torn ACLs before. You know, it's not 
it's not a death sentence. He can come back and he can Tom, perform. Tom Brady, level. Tom Brady tore an ACL. Tom yeah. Brady did. And he's right. married to Giselle Bunchin. I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it wasn't Tom Brady's plant leg. I think if you look at it though, it's not his plant leg. That's the one thing they're concerned is that his plant leg, that he won't be able to drive the ball. Like even when he returns, listen, let's be honest. He his you know some of his best better attributes was his decision making, you know he was really quick with the release, you know he um, his the, just willing to stand in the pocket, take the hit to make. I mean, look at the play he made earlier in the game. He took a horrible hit on the touchdown pass he threw to AJ Green. He's not he that's going to be in the back of his head now. Like I'm on my back yeah. plant leg, you know and. He can't drive the ball. I mean, he didn't have the strongest arm going into this season. I mean, it wasn't weak, but, you know, he wasn't known to be a big arm guy. Now, all of a sudden, like, do teams creep up because he can't throw the ball over their head? Because, you know, it's, I don't – I mean, it's just – I don't think we're going to know anything about this until, like, a year from now. Like, where's he at a year from now? You know, no, October, November next year. I would argue that it's all the more reason for them to put people around him because you now have to build it in a way because he is smart. He is a great game manager and you can get something out of that because, you know, uh, there are lots of great game. Peyton Man they did it with Peyton Manning for a long yep. time where they just kind of stacked it around Peyton Manning, let Peyton Manning's brain work. And Peyton Manning won football games yep. like that. And I'm not saying he's the same, but I'm saying if he's got a good head on his shoulders and he's got a good enough arm, then it's on you to build yeah, around him. I, but the question still remains, does he have a, a a woman like Tom Brady? I mean, he's. I look, Joe Burrows, I think I saw Joe Burrows' girlfriend the other day on the internet. Yeah. And she's – um. She's okay. She's uh, – she's, I mean, she seems very yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but is she a caliber of Tom Brady's? Uh, no. Well, I don't better. know. How many, how many guys got Tom Brady-type material, bro? Well, then, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Who? <laughs> Who's a Hall of Famer? Tom Brady. Tom yeah, Brady. but so is his wife. She's a Hall of Famer. We're in a pandemic. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Did you listen to your CD this weekend? The Great Spaghetti Experience or whatever it is? It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right. What so, about the Reds today? What talked? about the Reds today? What did the Reds do? They, I don't they even acknowledge know. that they're willing to trade Sonny Gray. That's the Oh yeah, I read that. They, they, yeah. He's their yeah. second best pitcher. It's okay. What do you mean it's okay? A week ago, kind of inconsistent, a week ago you got on here and say they need pitching to win, and now you're saying see ya. A week That's ago the idea that Trevor Bauer's probably leaving. A week ago I said Luis Castillo is the ace of this staff. You, you hold on to him, yeah. Sonny Gray. If you if he goes, he goes. If he dies, he dies. But I said to you, you got you're gonna build around, you're gonna have you're gonna trade for Lindor and you're gonna have um Castillo and Gray, and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, we got those two guys, but we don't have anybody else. So now you wanna trade the number two guy and we're still gonna have nobody else? Yeah, well, you have Castillo for? every four days. You may may win twenty five percent of your games. <laughs> what are we trading him for? I don't know. That's what they just said that the Reds have. Oh. They've acknowledged that the Reds have been in talks with teams about the interest of Sonny Gray. I don't know. Yeah, that's just that's just a bunch of malarkey. 
Easy with the language. Here we go. <laughs> Malarkey. Malarkey. Easy with the language. Hey, you whippersnappers. This, this is a Chizik the family podcast. Get off my lawn. <laughs> All right, last but not least today, uh, we are going to go around the horn, and uh, you're going to tell me your favorite Thanksgiving side dish. And we are going to debate and come up with the best Thanksgiving side dish. Stuffing. Stuffing. First of all, there's a reason why it's guys only. Nobody eats. Nobody's stuffing. Nobody's stuffing is stuffing. Te- is top stuffing three. is terrible. Go go fold. Some, go stuffing fold is some clothes. Stuffing is awful. Go fold some clothes. It's Out of here with the stuffing. And bread. It's butter no. and bread. The best one. Then give me a Hands roll. down is real, real <laughs> mashed potatoes. Real mashed potatoes. That's good too. Real mashed potatoes. Lots of pepper. Is it my turn butter. yet? No, because your wife spoke for you. You're you lose your turn. You <laughs> lost your turn. Yeah. This is guy. Yeah. This is bro time, and your wife spoke for you. You lost yours. <laughs> hey, you're talking about food. I'm jumping in. That's my life. All oh, it's, it's no, that's not your life. I don't see any pink bicycles that say mashed potatoes or stuffing on them. Jesus. She's got 15 kids. She has to watch. She wants to step away and take a break. She needs a breather. Yeah, but, but then, the but then don't stuffing. throw out an answer like stuffing. Come on. That's my favorite. Nobody was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, you get no choice. Your, your, yours was made for you. Jerry, I will take your, I will take your submission, and I will tell you if I approve. Or we will, we're going to listen to yours. And then we'll see if we take hers or yours. I guess mashed potatoes and gravy. I mean, there's no way around it. What's the first? What's the first leftover that doesn't last as long as everything else? The first thing that's gone is the mashed potatoes. Period. Whip them up. Whip them up. Shut it down. It's over. It's over. See, we do not. I. This is a terrible debate because I'm also going to go yeah. potatoes. So the three of us agree on potatoes. Well, that's good. We should have worked this out. That was a great debate. Okay, spin yeah. it. Okay. It's a great debate with three people agree. Yeah. So let's next next thing dessert. What's the best dessert on Thanksgiving? I will go pecan pie. Uh, how old are you? Seventy? Are you seventy? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the young dessert that you want me to say? My family, we all have uh, we all have frappuccinos. No. What is it, Jerry? What's yours, Jerry? Oh, pumpkin pie. Uh, is that is well, pumpkin pie old, Mike? Pumpkin pie. Well, okay, hey, stop, stop, stop. I'm give you one. What is the I'm young you hip one. dessert, you Mike? Here we go. Banana cheesecake. Oh, they eat banana cheesecake at rates. Banana rapes. cheesecake. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to bring you a slice. I'm going to bring you a slice of banana. They're sitting around on TikTok eating the banana cheesecake. I'm going to bring you both. I'm going to get you both a slice of banana cheesecake. And I swear to you, you will change every bit of your minds about your pies. I love cheesecake. I'm not saying I don't like cheesecake. I am arguing with your assertion that somehow begun pie is old. It's for old people, dude. It's good. I didn't realize it dessert had an age. Hey, sweetie, I'll take a slice of pecan pie and a cup of joe. <laughs> hey, can you give my... So rub, rub, this, rub this Bengay on my crotch and give me a slice of pecan pie. Can you bring pie. me my pecan pie? Can you bring my favorite blanket, too? 
I'm gonna whittle some wood. Bring me a, bring me a heating pad and some pecan. I'm gonna pie. whittle some wood. Get those kids <laughs> off my lawn! Get off my lawn! Oh, I got it. I need some orthopedic <laughs> shoes and pecan pie. <laughs> All right, good debate. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we will uh, talk to you, I think, next week. Yeah, let's know. do next week. Let's see how. Let's All talk right, we're about gonna the debacle. We're going to break down Ryan the Finley. The debacle of Ryan Finley. <laughs> and then. Uh, a podcast that sits around to talk about Ryan Finley. Ew. Wow. It's a pandemic. <laughs> All right. That's all we got. We'll talk to you next time. See you. Happy Thanksgiving.